and a family that belongs and believes to God, in God. Um, it's been years of praying together, or asking God to make us see Him as one, as one God for all of us as a family, siblings. And the, the, the train started with me and my sister praying for our other brothers until God brought us all together. And we all believe in God and also on fire for God. And the amazing thing is we have been together for almost 30 years. I mean, us being siblings, being together, four of us in over 30 years, but God made it happen this year. And, and it was so touching and very uh, personal for me. So I, I actually told my sister, said, um, I know you've got powerful word inside of you, so I would like to sit back and relax and hear what God has given you to share with the church. So I really want to invite you this morning, Mrs. Miranda Isles, teacher Miranda Isles, um, all the way from OK just for us. Dr. Mazavani. So I am so glad 
that my mother prayed. <laughs> I can't tell you about mothers who pray. <laughs> you will never run away from a mother who prays because he will have his answers. So she prayed for all of us. And we come from a, a background of ministers, and we actually originate here from South Africa. So we're at home right now. So I thank God for this time and this opportunity he has given me uh, to minister to you. And I'm a teacher, so I teach the word, and I don't dance and jive or whatever. I just teach. Because I think it's important to know the word and how to apply it practically in your life. So when you come out of here, you should have food to actually take out there and actually utilize and use. I also want to uh, honor the Mother Church, Pastor Thea and Pastor Beverly, uh, for giving Pastor Radio and Pastor Susan the opportunity. And I just want to thank them for what they do and they oversee all the churches. That's a blessing. And I just want to also to say happy birthday to my beautiful, beautiful sister-in-law. She's a fantastic woman. I am so blessed with sister-in-laws. I've left another one in London called Caroline Mazavane, and she's an amazing person too. She's a prayer warrior. And also, I just wanted to bring greetings from London. Yes. Many of you may not know it, but we've got partners in London for this ministry. Uh, and they've asked me to pass greetings to you. Amen. And we've got a committee in London as well Amen. who are uh, focused on this ministry. Amen. We are praying that Pastor Wade will come to London one day Amen. to have a conference. Yes. So, let's yeah, so we thank God for that. So I know time and I know I'm being timed. I need to uh, get on with what we have. So the subject and the topic I have got today is about seeking the kingdom of God first. So you can sit down. And my word is taken from Matthew chapter six, verse 33. And I wanted to just say, your theme is about hope. And I was glad to hear that you are going back to basics. Amen. Because today, what we're going to do is to go back to basics. Uh, and I'm taking my scripture from Matthew 6.33. Because last year, I stood on this scripture as my scripture. Uh, and it says, and I'm reading it from the Amplified, but seek, aim at, and strive after, and crave, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all these things taken together will be given you besides. So I know everybody knows this scripture. Mm -hmm. How many people are born again in the church? Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if you are not, 
the leaders will see you afterwards Amen. and talk to you about being born again. It's important to renew your spirit, to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, because the spirit of the Lord, which is a gift for us, comes in. And when it comes in, it actually teaches us and talks to us and does everything that God is looking for us to be. So first of all, I want to say to people that when I start, I need you to know that God loves you. Amen. And I need you to know that God loves each one and every one of you. He doesn't love pastor more than he loves me. He doesn't love anyone next to you more than he does. He does not love people who are praying with power or anything like that. He loves you. And I really need you, before I actually teach, that you get that in your spirit. Amen. Because without that, you think this message is for somebody else. Amen. But this message is not for somebody else. It is for you. Because God loves us. And for those who are watching us over the internet uh, and all the other social media facilities, I need you to know that God loves you personally. Amen. He wants to be part of your life. He wants to be part and parcel of everything that you do. You do. And God is a God of promises. Amen. This book which we hold here is a book of promises. Amen. And every promise that God says, you speak it, you confess it, you decree it, it will come to pass. Amen. God is a God who loves us so much that he also wants to correct us. He will correct you about how you think, what you do, in order to show you his ways. So that's why it says that we must seek his righteousness. That is his right standing. It's not about our righteousness, it is about his right way of doing things because it's giving us an example of what we need to do. So he says, seek, strive, first of all, for the kingdom of God. So what he is saying to us is, I want you, my daughters and my sons, to look for me first before you do anything. And that is important. You may think Ugunugulu doesn't care about you going shopping. I'll tell you a story. I was in the UK and we've got lots of shops. And Miranda loves a shop called Waitress. I'm promoting them. But there's a shop, a supermarket, where I love to go. And I'm not kidding you. I spend a lot of money when I go there. So I had now practiced about seeking God before I do anything. And I'm using this example because you might think, oh, this is, Ngunukulu is not, um, uh, you know, doesn't care about me shopping. He does. <laughs> so I said, uh, do you know what, Holy Spirit, today I'm going to listen to you. I want to go to Waitrose. I want to go and do my shopping there. But today I'm practicing listening to you. Where do you want me to go? 
and uh, I didn't hear anything. I think, oh yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I can go to literature. And the Holy Spirit said, no, you are not going to waitress today. Okay, all right. Where am I going? He said, I need you to go to the other shop. I'm talking about science place. It's another shop. I said, oh, Lord, oh, oh, do you know what? But obedience. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit says something to you, listen. It may not make sense to you at the time, but do listen to what he's saying. So I said, oh, okay, benefit of the doubt, I'll go to where he wants me to go. And when I went there, I'm not kidding you, everything that they had and I wanted from Waitrose was in Sainsbury's. Wow. Not only that, it was half price. Wow. <laughs> so I'm telling you, Ungolukulu is really, really interested in what you do. So when I say seek the kingdom of God first, before you leave the home, you need to face Ungolukulu, pray, and seek what is it you want me for today. What is it you want me to do today? What can I do for the kingdom? Because we're here to advance the kingdom of God. We're not here just to do our own thing. We are here to advance. Everything that we do is advancing the kingdom of God. So when you wake up in the morning, you want to face God first. Don't come out of your house without saying a prayer. You do not have to have three hours of prayer. All you have to do, Lord, I'm presenting myself. I'm going out there. I'm going out there, but I'm a child of the righteousness of God. What is it you are looking for me to do today for your kingdom? So you do not then say, ask about this, give me this, give me that, that and all that. Ngulukulu knows all that you do. And this passage of seeking the kingdom of God actually comes back, if you go back to Matthew chapter 6, God is speaking to us about what we don't do. What is the rightness of what we should be doing? And one of the things that he has said is that we forgive others because if we don't forgive, he won't forgive us. I had to reread that scripture. And I thought, this is serious. If I don't forgive somebody, God will not forgive me. I had misread it. I did, ah, oh, no, forgive others. It's just, oh, okay, okay, I'll forgive. But this is actually serious. Anything, whatever God writes in here, take it seriously. Do not just play lip service to it. And anything we say in scriptures, oh, bless me, bless me. It's not about bless me, it's like goodbye, hello, or whatever. These are true words which manifest. Amen. So when they come out of your spirit, they manifest. When you're asking, God bless me, I'm blessed. I am blessed. You say it with conviction. Amen. Because you know his word is true. That's what it says in the Bible. My word is true. You cannot do anything my word will always come to pass, mm -hmm. and it always does. So, Ungunukudu says, seek ye the kingdom of God, but seek and I am and strive for first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, 
and his way of doing. So do not worry, he says, or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have its own worries and anxieties, and its own sufficient for each day of it. And I know we're in very uh, troubling times now. E-COVID is running rampage all over the world. And we will tend to worry. We have loved ones who we have lost. We have friends we know who have been challenged. We have family who've been challenged. And you can start to worry. And you can start to worry about what is going to happen to me? Will I get it? You start to have fear. And I must say to you, fear is an invitation for all other things. God said we should not have a spirit of fear. Because if we have a spirit of fear, it's not from God. It's from the other world. It's from the dark world. So if you fear, you invite the other things. You find everything is going wrong. You don't understand why is it going wrong. Why are things going not the way I'm looking to? Because the spirit of fear has come in. So all these things which are happening are looking for us to have that spirit of fear. We don't want to entertain the spirit of fear. And anytime you feel that the spirit of fear is coming in, say, in the name of Jesus, I have not been given a spirit of fear. I have been given a spirit of might, and I have been given a spirit of comfort and everything, and the word of God. You decree and declare the word of God. You do not entertain anything which wants fear. Because why? We believe in God, don't Amen. we, saints? Amen. Amen. Don't we believe in God? Amen. Here's your pastor. That's a miracle. Amen. You believe in God for everything that he says he will do. He will do it. There are some things which are done we don't understand. But we need to always know that God does the right thing, whatever the cause may. So by seeking God's kingdom first. What we're saying is, Lord, this day I'm presenting it to you. It's you who I am looking for. You know my needs. You know. You know I don't have to worry. And that's what he said to us. He said, do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow. Because that tomorrow will have its own anxieties and worries. Why worry now? Because whatever you do, there will be something else to worry about tomorrow. So all you do is to bring it into prayer with God. And with your Lord Jesus, he said, use my name. We have got a powerful name. I, I can't say it enough. Jesus gave us the authority to use his name Amen. in the name of Jesus. And we can come into the entrance for the kingdom of God to actually speak to the Lord directly because we use the name of Jesus. So don't forget who your brother, your father, your husband is. Jesus is Lord in everything that we do. So he says to us, 
uh, also pray therefore I like the prayer which God said to us he reminds us and this is why they will first seek the kingdom of God first listen to how Jesus uh, says to his disciples he says pray therefore like this our father who is in heaven so who did he start with our father. Our father, the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God first. So he started with, pray therefore, our father who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your name be kept holy. We praise and we worship him. Your kingdom come. Jesus didn't ask, ah, no, no, I, you know, uh, this, is, this is happening. You can say to Jesus, you tell God, uh, this is happening to me today. This, this, this is what I need from you, Lord. This, oh, oh, Lord, I don't have dinner to, to die. Uh, I don't have any money for shopping. I don't have... No, he taught them in a structure and said, pray to the Father first, first the kingdom. Your kingdom come. Now, when we're talking about the kingdom, to come in this place, that's exactly what we're looking for. God's kingdom is full of promises. And when he says, your kingdom come, it means we are ushering, we are drawing everything that is in the kingdom to come to this place, to come to your home, to come to your work, to come to your children, to come to your finances, to come to your health. Amen. So can you imagine, you've already asked God to bring all that to you. So there's no need for you to be saying, I need this, I need that. Because he's already invited you to say, your kingdom come. So if your kingdom is going to come, it comes with all the promises of God that he has made and said in his Bible. So you need to know when I say your kingdom come, be convinced. I go out and I say, when I say kingdom come, I'm looking for the kingdom. Amen. Wherever I'm going, where's the kingdom? God promised me this. Where's my favor? Where's my door opening? Where is this? I am hungry. God will supply me. Where are my needs? Where are my supply? Everything. I go and I know and I'm convinced yeah. that God's kingdom is going to come. Amen. So he says, okay, so your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So who's expecting, who, who's going to do his will? We are. <laughs> your will will be done on earth. We are the servants of the almighty God. We are here as ambassadors, as kings, as priests of the Almighty God. So when we do his will, we are the people who are going to be the light and the salt of this world. So there's nothing that God is looking for us. He wants us to advance his kingdom. It's about advancing his kingdom. So your will be done. It means we need to listen to the Holy Spirit, yes. what he's saying, and he will instruct you, each and every one, not even a child or whatever, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Mm -hmm. 
and instruct you what to do. I'll give you an example. So I work uh, in, I'm retired now. <laughs> retired from work, but not retired from anything else. Um, so I, w I worked in a private hospital, very famous private hospital. I won't mention this name, but uh, celebrities came there and everybody went they had their babies there. Uh, and um, as I was practicing this, seek ye the kingdom of God first, I'll start at home with prayer, worshiping God. I'm going on the underground with my earplugs. I don't see what's going on on the underground. I'm listening to praise and worship. I'm happy. I get to the door of the work. And I literally, literally packed God at the door. Because I'm going in there where lots of people are, they don't understand God. They won't understand what I'm doing or saying. I really can't speak about God. I'm, I'm in tune to do my work. So I go in and I do that every day. One day, the Holy Spirit said to me, why are you leaving me outside? <laughs> what? I said, why are you leaving me outside? I said, do you want to go in there, really? <laughs> you don't want to go in there. They, they, they don't want to know about you. Uh, uh. He said, I want you to take me with you into that place. That's where I want you to go, with me into that place. So I said, okay, all right. So, oh, all right, okay. All right, I'm going to go and go to my office. And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to close the door and I want you to pray in your office. Now, I had never done that, actually. I have to confess. I've never prayed in my office. So... I thought, but you know, my staff, everybody would be knocking on the door because that's what they usually do. I come in, oh, I can't even, no good morning, right? This and this has happened. You need to come and do, oh, this and, and, and oh, everything is, you know, all oh, you are bombarded with uh, people coming to talk to you. I said, how will I close my office? Somebody will knock at the door. He said, who do you think I am? I said, oh. He said, if I have to move the traffic lights for you to pray, nobody is going to knock at that door. Amen. <laughs> I closed the door, and I tell you, I had a good five-minute prayer. Amen. Nobody, I was shocked, nobody came to my office. Amen. <laughs> so I'm telling you that God is a practical God. Amen. He does what he says he will do. I prayed that day, and what it, it did was to open doors. I now actually discovered there were uh, an amazing amount of people of the children of God who were born again in that hospital. Amen. Amen. So what happened? We started to pray together in the hospital. That is it. I don't know, Uwuti, where you are working, what you're doing, are you a mother or whatever, 
when the Holy Spirit is working with you, he has an assignment for you in whatever you are doing. Irregardless whether you are a professional or a lawyer or a doctor or uh, wherever you are, sweeping the street or whatever, God has an assignment for you to do. And when you listen to the Holy Spirit, he will direct you. He will look for the things that you need to know. And not only that, after that, open doors and open doors of favor. I couldn't believe the things that I did. And I got promotions and promotions. I can't even tell you how many I did. But it was, I sought the kingdom of God first. And I took him with him. The Holy Spirit became a person and a person with me who went with me with everything that I did. So I'm saying to you, church, please do not undermine the power of God in your lives. Amen. Don't ever underestimate yourself. God wants to work with you. God can raise you up from something to elevate you to an amazing thing. And there are so many testimonies of people who have given where they've come down from the ashes and they're up there. Amen. So he's no respecter of any person. Amen. As I said, remember, God loves you individually. Amen. You individually. He does not pick anybody. He loves you individually. And then he, Jesus goes and says, give us this day our daily bread. And <laughs> I used to, uh, I, now that I understand scripture, I used to say, oh yeah, bread, yeah, yeah, yeah we need the bread. <laughs> we need the bread, I need the food, oh, give us our daily bread. Yeah, yeah, of course, plenty, yeah, chicken and, and everything else. But now I, I understood what he said about our daily bread. The word of God is related as the bread of heaven. So when Jesus was saying, give us our daily bread. He's saying, I need you to have the word of God daily. So if you are not a student of the Bible, I am just suggesting, please join. Oh, Pastor Wendell has been talking about Bible uh, class. Join it. If you are not able to do it yourself, join a class. Because you'll be taught the word of God. It's your daily bread, Amen. not the other bread that we eat every day. Your daily bread is the word of God. So Jesus asked us to ask God, give us our daily bread. And so I know that when I read it, I used to refer to it as food, ordinary food. But it isn't ordinary food. He's looking for us to receive the word of God. It doesn't matter even if you have scriptures uh, uh, you know and you love, post them on the fridge. Post, wherever you want to be, in the bathroom, toilets, <laughs> everywhere, post them. Because you need to read and gaze your eye on the word. That's your daily bread. You'll be amazed how satisfied you will be. Even if you are hungry, you don't know, you have hope and you know God is going to provide for you. You know that he will, and he will. And he went on to say, forgive us our debts, as we've also forgiven. And I've already said this about that we, 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 we carry resentment. 
we resent somebody, we, we are jealous about people, we hate somebody, someone did something to you and you cannot forgive them, let it go. Let it go. Do not hold it. Nkulu says, vengeance is mine. So do not, do not harbor any ill towards anybody. Don't. Instead, you pray for them to what? To come into the kingdom of God. You pray for them to renew their minds, for them to come into the kingdom of God. So leave resentment. Irresentment is not from God. When you have resentment, no, it's not from God. You need to rebuke it. And our mind sometimes can fill us with a lot of things. And I know that we are challenged by a lot of things and we can get to get the mind to start making a noise. It's like a, a highway on the mind. And you can think of so many things. What is wrong with me? What's that? And the devil will tell you, you are so wrong. You, you, or, or do you think you're beautiful? No, you're not. What, what? And there's so much highway. But rebuke those thoughts. And anytime I have a thought and I check it out that it's not from God, I say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that thought. You leave me alone, Satan, because you do not belong to me. God has said, and this is what Jesus did when he was tempted. He said, no, the word of God says Satan. And you need to be, have the power and the authority and the conviction. I can't say you really need to be in that Samson. You can push walls down by just speaking the word of God. Fire comes out of your mouth and you'll be surprised what God will do. But it has to come from the heart. It has to come from word-filled heart. The spirit of God is fattened by the word of God. If you are lazy with the word of God and you are wondering what's not happening with me, you will see, Uhuti, you will not see the things and the results, they may be slow, but you need to be, have the conviction. So it says uh, we need to be able, but he says, uh, there's another verse that says, don't you know that the Father knows what you need? He knows. You're sitting there, God knows exactly what you need. Every time you tell him something, he already knows about it. It's not as if it's new to him. So if you ask him, uh, Lord, I want to do this, or oh, Father, this is happening to me, I want to get a job, he already knows that you do. So what you say is, Thank you, Father, because your kingdom has come. Thank you, Lord, for my job. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. And you need to be able to be convinced that God will answer your prayers. The other thing I have a, a story about is about my daughter. Um, struggled with my daughter. They are teenagers. They, <laughs> they do all sorts of things. But as a mother, you are so attached to your children. 
and you can become so emotional. And my God, you can struggle. You feel like, can I take this person and throw him out? <laughs> and I just searched the word of God. What is it must I do with my family? What must I do with my daughter? What must I do with what I do with this situation? what I need you to love her. What? Love her unconditionally. Because I loved you. I loved her. She is also my daughter. She's also my son. I need you to love her unconditionally. And that's what I did, was to love her unconditionally. And I started things changing. And then the Holy Spirit taught me, decree, what do you want her to be? You've got power in your mouth. I decree she's born again. She's full of the power of the Holy Spirit. She is praising God. That's what you decree on your children. You decree life. Amen. You speak life over your children. Amen. You need to speak life over your finances. You need to speak life over your health. You've got the power in you. Amen. You've got the words that the scriptures give you to say, and you need to do that. So you are power houses. Amen. Can you tell somebody else next to you and say, I'm a powerhouse. Say it with conviction. I'm, I'm a powerhouse. Yes, you're a, you have no idea. You are a powerhouse. And you need to know that God loves you. And he says, stop being perpetually uneasy about things. Do not be anxious. Do not worry about your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink and about a body, what you shall wear and what you shall put in, put, put on. Is it not that life is greater in quantity than food and the body above more excellent than the clothing? Because God loves you for who you are and loves you without shame, guilt or anything. And he will ensure that whatever you need, he will provide. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we, we like uh, fast food, huh? We like to go to KFC. It's fast. You, 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 you say what you want. Ten minutes later, it's there. God is not KFC. Amen. <laughs> He's not McDonald's. Don't treat God like McDonald's and KFC. You need to allow God to work. Because sometimes he needs to prune you. He said, I'm going to prune you and so that you may produce fruit. When I read that verse to say, he wants to prune me and produce fruit. But God, prune me as much as you want. Because I want to produce this fruit which you are saying. Prune me. And he will allow the Holy Spirit to prune you. It can be painful, but what he's looking to do is to make you a beautiful vessel oh, yes. to worship God Amen. and allow him Amen. to tell you you are wrong. Amen. Allow him to tell you this is not right, my child. Amen. Allow him to say, no, the things you are doing every day, every day, daily, that's wrong. Amen. Leave it. Because I need you to do something else. Allow God 
to prune you. You may have pride. Allow God to prune that pride. Amen. Because in God's kingdom, there's no pride. Amen. Allow God to prune you. Whatever you're misusing and mishandling your finances, allow God to prune you. That Jimmy Choo Choo you want, allow God to prune you. I love shoes, and I think Papa loves shoes too. We see it, and then we're going on the mall. The pastor's one is like, oh my God, these women. But you need the Holy Spirit to say, and many times the Holy Spirit said, don't you have 20 shoes in your wardrobe? Okay. You don't need that shoe. So, allow God, it, it, it's, it's all the simple things that we don't think about. Allow God to prune you. How you speak to your children, allow God to prune you. Whatever you do and however you are uh, speaking to other people, you are a manager in your department. Can I ask, if you're a leader, in your department, love everybody. Amen. Don't select. Don't choose. Love everybody. Because what the anointing each person has got. Your, your job is to advance the kingdom. Bring that anointing out of that person. Because that's what you were positioned there for. And you need to be able to know what it Unkonukulu wants to be with you with everything. So this is my message today, is that seek the kingdom of God first. Amen. Don't forget and his righteousness. Oh, yes. And his righteousness. And all these things now, when he says all, does it say half, quarter? What's all? What does all mean? So why are we doubting that God? Do we believe in God? Do we know that when he says his word, that he's going to carry it out? So when he says all, all that I need for today, tomorrow, next year, will be provided for. And I trust him implicitly to do that. And in Proverbs 8, 17, it says, I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. So when we are anxious and we want, and we want to seek God, you will find him. Everybody here is a minister. There's no, no person Pastor Zoe and Pastor Susan are just not the ministers of the house. You are all ministers. And all of you have got a gift which God has given you. You minister that God. minister is not about preaching and teaching. It's about the ministration of the gift that God has given you. Amen. So I just wanted to say thank you, church, for allowing me to say this message. And I hope that Matthew 6, you go and read it at home and really understand what it says. And when you read the Bible, I'm a Bible teacher in pen. So don't have one Bible. Okay. Yeah. I can tell you King James, you can get confused. It's got old 
Elokian language. Get another Bible, the new uh, uh, English version. You can get the Amplified Bible. Get all three. Cutters, uh, we can Google. Actually, it's, it's even easier. You can Google the scriptures. And, uh, so you Google each verse, and each time you read it, it will give you the meaning of what the scripture is saying. So if you don't understand, go and see what the other versions of the Bibles are saying, and it will give you the meaning of that scripture. So do that and join the Bible school. So I just wanted to say that, uh, Pastor Zwandile, I'm going to ask the committee in London for us to sponsor two students. So the Committee of London will sponsor two students. Amen. And so if you are looking to do Bible study, I would suggest, because it's the last day of registration today, you need to see Pastor Zwandile quickly today. So I want to know, Uwuti, you've got family in London who really uh, adore this ministry, and we want it to be successful. But please know that the word of God is powerful and mighty and you need to know that he is somebody who's really, really interested in your life. So I just want to pray uh, and uh, thank God for this message. Thank you, Father, for giving us the opportunity to share this word with you. Thank you, Father, that it has landed on spirits that are open. It has landed on fertile ground. We thank you, Father, that it's going to germinate and it is going to produce and will be fruitful, Father. And Father, we're going to see testimonies and testimonies arising from this. From all the audience which are watching over the television, I pray, Lord, that God Jehovah, you have no distance, but the same is going to happen to them. I thank you, Lord, that we decree and declare that your word is manifest among us and amongst the churches. And House of, House of Harvest Ministries is going to grow in stature, in integrity, and in the kingdom of God's attention, Father. You've got something for this ministry. Amen. And I know you've got amazing things for this ministry. So we are thanking you, Lord, in advance for everything that you are going to do. And I pray, Father, and ask for the blood of Jesus Christ to surround this whole area. Protect it, Lord. This is a house of harvest. This is a place of worship. This is a place where we're going to meet God. And therefore, Father, the guarding of angels around this field, may anyone who enter this collides with the greatness of God and the anointing power of God. I thank you, God, that they are changed as they come through here. They know that this place is a place of worship. I thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.